And horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z. Joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Ready to party. And I'll also joined by our bodacious bro, intern Corey. Hey, dude. Dude. Bro. Party. Massacre. Three. <laughs> okay. Let's just get this out in the open. <laughs> Take a guess who picked this movie. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. trying to run a show here, you know? Like, we want people to listen to this. Well, I think I picked two good ones for my last two picks. I had to throw a stinker in there. I just chose to pick a fun stinker. Plus, I'm saving my Ghoulies card for later. <laughs> I would have preferred Ghoulies. Wow! Wow! In fact, <laughs> me and Anna spent our day off watching this movie, and you ruined our Sunday off, I will have you know. And she told me to tell you that. You told me that in the bookstore when I saw you. Yeah, you ruined our day off, I will have you know. But you did get a wild intern Corey sighting, and those are rare. Yes. Alright, so this is the first time I've also seen this movie. And I got warned by Greg of the Dead, you hated Deathgasm. Uh, you're gonna really hate Dude Pro Party Massacre 3. And all I gotta say is, I'm ready to party. I fucking loved it. Nice! I loved it, it was so much fun, this was right up my alley, it reminded me of like Tim and Eric. Yeah, that's like, this and Deathgasm are different kinds of... This one was supposed to be bad. Yeah. And this one I adore. It's like that weird oddball comedy that's on Adult Swim that mom and dad would walk in on me watching some weird show and be like, what the fuck is this? And I'm laughing my ass off and they're looking at me like I'm on crack of like, why are you laughing? Nothing's happening. It's movies like this that made my parents glad they had a second child. <laughs> Look, it's not awful. It's got a lot of people I really enjoy in this. Like, I mean, you have Patton Oswalt, Olivia Taylor Dudley, fucking Greg Sestero, I know Brett's excited about. Like, there's a Andrew yeah. WK is in this. Like, there's a lot of people I like in it. In the beginning, I was on board. I really was. But the problem is it felt like a college humor sketch that went way longer than any sketch should have to me. I get that though. I also get your point. But I had a lot of fun with this one. I just, it really caught me in the right mood. I was ready to hate it. I was even talking to my parents earlier today. So they were like, oh, what are you up to today? And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to do the show. And they're like, oh, what movie? I was like, well, do Bro Party Massacre 3. There's no one and two. They're like, okay. And I was like, also, I've heard that it's horrible. And they're like, and you have to cover it. And I was like, yes. I do think it's funny because it's the three and like they do the Friday the 13th recap at the beginning of what would yes. be the previous two movies. I actually found that quite funny. I was like, Oh, because it's the third one. And it's like third iteration. This would be number three. I did find that quite funny. And our heroes, it's set up through everything that's happened in the past that are quote unquote heroes or the worst people in the entire world. 
Oh, yeah, they're awful. But they're dude bros, and they love to party, and no chicks allowed. Get out of here, girl. <laughs> yeah. Remember, this movie was banned by Ronald Reagan. Yeah, exactly, because he did it. Oh, my God. We'll get right. to that. <laughs> right, you have some credits for me. Oh, a shit ton. Um, It's done by these people that I've never heard of really before, but I'm going to check them out now. It's the five-second movies or five-second films? Five-second films. Okay, where they do five-second just, like, quick movies of, like, Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 started out as one of these, like, quick little trailers like you would see almost sometimes in the beginning of VHS tapes and whatnot. Um, so it's this huge comedy troupe. Um, Tom Jacobson, Michael Ruslet, John Salmon are the uh, directors. It was written by the entire group. And Dr. Wiggleworm. If you looked at the bottom, it's, it had like every actor's name in the movie. And at the bottom <laughs> it said Dr. Wiggleworm. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely like a labor of love kind of thing. It almost reminds me of like, why does kids you know were all together and made a movie together? Yeah, or like uh, the Broken Salmon guys. You know, Super Troopers, Beer Fest, all that. Right, am I crazy, or did we talk to people involved in this movie? Um, well, number Corey, it's Broken Lizard. I can't let that oh, go. Li- oh, yeah, it was, a, it was Slamming Salmon was the, yes. was the move. Uh, I, I'm, I have old brain. I believe we did, Greg, because at Horror Realm, we walked by a booth, and I saw we saw Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 on Blu-ray sitting there, so we stopped to look at it, and we talked to the people. Did they say they made it? I can't remember. I'm not positive. I can't either. That's why, like, I know Horror Realm's coming back up here pretty soon. I hope they're there again, so I can go up to be them and be like, I finally watched Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. Are you the guys? <laughs> All right. I... I don't know what else to do except to get in this. Brett, I thought me and you were going to have a great time making Corey <laughs> cry today, and now I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I know. Like, I was I was ready to hate this movie, and, like, it kept making me laugh. And, I, uh, like, a quarter of the way through, I was like, I love this. It's the rare Corey and Brett against Greg episode. I know. This has not happened yet, I don't think. It's only happened once, but it wasn't for an entire episode. It was when somebody decided oh. that Rocky Horror Picture Show wasn't a 10. It is a fucking it, 10. It got a 9. Rating. That's a great rating. Should have been in the Hall of Fame. The Golden Hall of Fame. All right. But yeah, it starts out with this, like, I guess, like, public disclaimer. Like, this, you're about to watch Dude Bro Party <laughs> Massacre 3, a film so terrible Ronald Reagan had all copies destroyed. This is the last known copy that was recorded off of a VCR. So you kind of get a little, like, the whole WNUF thing, like, fast-forwarding through ads and stuff in it. Which I completely love. And, you know, I'm a sucker for VHS tapes and whatnot, so I love the quality. I love the backstory. It's like some teenager in, like, Milwaukee stayed up and watched, like, the Late Late Show and recorded it. I love the fact that you have the VHS tracking thing at the bottom of the entire movie. And the great thing, like, I saw, like, some behind-the-scenes of this, of they, like, filmed it on regular, like, cameras, and then they actually ran it through a VCR, a real VCR, to get that quality. So right there, I'm like, I love you guys. That is cool. That's really neat. Make more, make more movies. Somber, uh, no, I was going to say Somber Party Massacre 4. <laughs> Dude Pro Party Massacre 4. Well, I mean, if 3 was banned, I don't think they're going to make 4. 
Maybe it's super banned. Ooh. So basically, this main guy, Brock, is in therapy, and he tells the story, basically, what would be Dude Bro Party Massacre 1 and 2. There was a panty raid gone wrong, and a sorority mother was burnt and took revenge. Because no one taught her how to open doors, but she (laughs) figured it out. (laughs) It's little things like that that they throw in. Or, like, later, they're in the water, and usually it'd be just guys just, like, in the water. But they're doing, like, the little splashies with their hands. Dude, how did they get Larry King cameo as the coach during the oh, giant kill montage? That's so Money. good. <laughs> Money. <laughs> they kill her, and then the next year, Dude Bro Party Massacre 2, the daughter came back for revenge, and we get so many kill montages here. I mean, an insane amount. And she's wearing her mother's face stitched on, like, like leather face, and so she's called Mother Face. Now, are we, are we, counting, are we counting the kill montages? Yeah, oh, yeah, they're kills we saw in the movie. Okay, cool. Because <laughs> I did. Yes, good. All the all of the kill montages count. They finally kill Motherface, and he's telling this to his therapist. But the therapist is actually Motherface, by the way, played by Olivia Taylor Dudley. Love her, and she slits his throat <laughs> with scissors, and that's our opening. And so Brock, that boy there, I thought, oh, he's gonna be our main character, but he's dead. And then we cut to the twin brother, played by the same actor. Well, I love during the therapy session, he's like, he starts talking about his twin brother. And she writes down, like, twin brother? Like, exclamation point, question mark. And then it's immediately setting up of, like, oh, they're going to do the classic thing of we killed off the one. But we got the twin brother that came in so the same actor can still be in the movie. I like how she's going to tell me about all your deepest fears and things that you hate and all this kind of stuff. (laughs) Well, I guess after watching 17 of my bros be murdered, I might have a small fear of women. <laughs> but yeah, we meet Brock's twin brother, Brent, and he's skateboarding on his way to secretly investigate his brother's murder, and he crashes into a guy in a wheelchair named Nedry. Nedry Head Cheese. Yes, and he refuses to say cuss words. That's pretty much where it stops and we get our first Pizza Goblin commercial, which I like the commercials, but I'm like, that's straight up Cheddar Goblin. I thought the exact same thing. Also, later, you know how, like, I always make Star Wars connections somehow? I have one later. Oh, no, there's a very obvious one later. We all got it. Yes. Yeah. But I think this came first. We're introduced to the fraternity, and we're introduced to Derek, like the main leader. Go ahead, Brett. It's Greg Sestero in all of his glory. He's like, I'm not attracted to men, but he's a beautiful man. If I could kiss him. It's like, if, you know, if like people were like, well, if I had to have sex with a guy, I guess it would be like Brad Pitt or something where it's like, he's super good looking at least. I'm like, oh, I love Greg Sestero. Then we can cuddle afterwards and talk about the room. Like, he's just gorgeous. <laughs> I'm... I'm Derek. I'm the nicest guy you'll ever meet. He's Fuck also you, like Derek. 30. <laughs> Fuck you, Derek. Nice comeback, bro. He's in his like 30s. He's way older than everyone else. Uh, we're introduced to Todd and Samantha. They're a couple about to go on an anniversary trip soon. Turbo, the bully, spanking this guy who's pledging. He's oddly obsessed Sizzler. with paddles and spanks. Well, yep. it's so much of the classic. You guys growing well, Greg especially, but Corey probably is a little bit more aware of it because he was a little older than us. Of the National Lampoon's like t- 
2000s movies of all the oh. stupid dumb college movies where it's like Paris Hilton's in it and whatnot. Like it reminds you so much of those. Yeah. And I mean, he's definitely trying to be John Belushi played by Jack Black in this movie. Yeah. All those like the bastard children of Porky's and American pie movies. You mean like all those? Yeah. Like Van Wilder. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm not huge on those movies. Maybe that's part of my disdain for this. I hate them. They're horrible movies, but I watched so many of them in like high school and middle school and stuff. They do hold a special part in my like soul of like, I will still love National Lampoon's Van Wilder. Well, Van Wilder was actually good though. Yeah, but I never really got into like, I never watched two, The Rise of Taj. Because it was bad. Yeah, but there was like a lot of the straight to video ones I never watched, but like, that accepted, I remember, was a good college movie. Accepted was yeah. fun. Yeah, accepted was fun. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> but there's this prank pulled on Turbo with a stuffed puppy, which was actually Brock, <laughs> his twins, twin brother's puppy, and Brent to fit in because Turbo hates puppies. Rips its head off to fit in because the puppy comes at him and Brent catches it. He's like, "I remember this puppy. I gave it to Brent." Uh, I gave it to Brock for his 16th birthday. And it's like a cute little puppy with like a pink bow in its hair and shit. He's like, but I want to fit in with these guys. So I'm going to fucking destroy it. I hate puppies too. And then he's like, really? And then they're best bros. So Brent and Nedry are recruited for doing the fraternity prank. And what they're going to do is go to the radio station and say, like, what, the Dean eats farts or something? Dean Pepperstone eats farts. Yes. But instead, they go to the airport radio tower instead of the radio station. They walk up to the sign that literally says, like, WKFM or whatever is this way. Airport this way. Did you notice in the background as well? Because there's, like, the airplane taking off, but it's in reverse. No, I didn't get it. Yeah, that. the airplane, like how it's supposed to be going up. And, because, like, later, the next scene, they cut to the airplane taking off and it's doing the right thing. But it was like it was just in reverse, so it's landing backwards. They gave me so much of this beer stuff. <laughs> you just hear them say, the dude eats farts. Like, this is an airplane radio. Get off of this. Get off of this. You hear the big plane crash and everything. You see a plane crash. Yeah, you see the plane crash, and we see the headlines. So these deaths count. I, Brett, I want rules. I only counted one no, confirmed. Because no, they say approximately feared dead. They don't yeah. give us a tally. Feared dead is different than dead. Oh, God, they could all be on an island somewhere or be okay in the hospital. I was hoping for my giant number. No, you still get a huge fucking number in this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Not as big as it was going to be. The dean's yelling at them, and they're and she's going to suspend them during Greek Week, which is a huge deal for them. So, not Greek Week! As they just chug beers. The entire time, they're chugging beers. Every beer is shook up, too, so they, like, open it, and it sprays everywhere. They're like, yeah! I don't think they ever drink the beer. And, and we, <laughs> we can't gloss over her talking about their pranks. It's like... Yeah. That, that, you know... <laughs> 
last year's prank, you blew up the dam to old Parchtown. Yeah, but we create we but the paddle boat industry is booming there now. Which is in the newspaper. These these are confirmed deaths as well. Yeah. You killed four thousand people. Exactly. So those four thousand already were at. No, because then we'd have to count anybody like in ghost movies, we'd have to count all the ghosts that died and everything. Not necessarily. Just no, but then we would then we'd have to go back to Return of the Living Dead and count all the people in 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 the city of Louisville, Kentucky. Exactly. So I don't get, we can't I don't do that. Get my four thousand some no, odd, no, no Dragon no. of the Dead damn it. I was happy for that. No, I'm that still be- guessing the number. I don't care. <laughs> They're kicked off campus, and the only idea is to go to the sorority house that's by the lake. But since Brock wants to, I mean, Brent wants to solve his brother's murder, he wants to, this to continue. He's like, come on, guys, it'll be like a dude bro party. And, like, the shimmering music goes, and they all look up. They said yeah, the thing. dude bro party. And it's all, and it's literally like, hey, you know, there's a lake, and we can drink beer at the lake. It's like, beer? Yeah! Party! <laughs> Oh, and um, did either of you guys recognize the Dean? No. I did uh, not. Not a big fan of uh, documentaries, are you? She played a very special role in my childhood. Uh, it's adult, adult film legend Nina Hartley. Oh, okay. Ah. So it's like a ginger Lynn for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she played a role in my childhood. <laughs> From documentaries. <laughs> Yeah. This documentary star calls evil Patton Oswalt with an evil mustache to go with him. He's the police chief, and she's like, it's done. And he's like, now it's time for the, what is it, virgin sacrifice virgin to sac- complete. Virgo sacrificium! Yes, yes, virgin sacramento. <laughs> and then Motherface shows up and just kills the dean for reasons? Because there for a second, I'm like, the Dean is Motherface. Yeah, I kind of thought that at first, too. And then I'm like, is the Dean a virgin? And now Corey's informed me that is not the case. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> well, because it is funny, too, where the Dean is like, yeah, you guys can go up all up to the lake and maybe you invite like a young, sexy, recently divorced lady. They're like, no girls allowed, which is something I just love so much about some of these like dude movies that actually do that of like the women will ruin everything it's like i would rather kind of hang out with my wife because number one i like her because i married her and number two maybe we'll fool around at some point and did you notice that they dressed uh sizzler the pledge up like dean pepperstone oh really (laughs) yeah if if you look in the background he has like the exact same outfit and a wig on can i ask you something real quick when they're yeah. later, when it's the big thing about him beefing, that's him jerking off or shitting. Uh, I, I believe that's him taking a shit. Okay, because I couldn't. So he has to take a shit in front of everyone. Something. Because I couldn't tell if they were talking about jerking off or shitting. Brett, <laughs> let's uh, let's not dissect the dialogue too hard no. in this movie. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, you're looking into it too much. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I want to know what beef is. I'm pretty sure it's like taking a shit or farting or something. Okay. Pat Oswalt's going to send Deputy Sminkle, the dumb <laughs> cop, who was clearly a virgin, to go 
be the sacrifice. And so he tells them, your former fraternity, the Dude Bros, are actually bags of oranges. And to, to he has to boop them on the nose, and they'll take their true form. I love Pat Oswalt's bags walls of, of, of fucking oranges. Just like staring the the other deputy down, just like right in the eyes, like, can you believe this moron is going to fall for this? Because as soon as he falls for it, you see Patton Oswald almost do like a like fuck yes, okay, we got him. Okay, yes, yeah, so the oranges <laughs> But or next sees them taking the R V to the lake, which is hilarious because who were they? Uh Todd and Samantha, how they were going on their anniversary trip. This is what they were gonna take, and he just took the R V for the dude bro party. It's all about like she has like a her, her wedding dress in there. It's all baby stuff. It's because like what's the one guy's name that just chugs beers the whole time? Uh, um, I don't the know. main like the main with well you know the one dude bro he's in the bathroom and he's just throwing all this baby well, stuff that, at that him. Was, that, that was Turbo that was in the bathroom. okay. Yeah, Turbo is like baby bottle. Fuck that. That's not beer. He's like. Be, uh, baby doll, fuck you! He's like throwing it at the end. They like draw on the baby doll, and it looks like Gigi Allen with a cigarette. <laughs> and during this, Brent is officially in the fraternity. And it's so great, too, because Brent and Brock are identical twins. So everyone they meet goes, Brock, I thought you died. It's like, yeah, he did die. This is Brock's twin brother, Brent. And it's either like treated as cool or that's weird. Or 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 Samsy, where it's treated with abject horror. And, <laughs> yeah. And, fla- and flashbacks to their sophomore year prank. <laughs> and he just stares at him the whole time. Then they get to the boat rental place at the lake, and we have the ominous boat rental man, who is the last surviving member of his family due to one of their previous pranks. Yes, when they blew up the dam to Old Parchtown. Yeah, so these people that blew up the dam and destroy this entire town, come back to the scene of the crime to be like, we're going to party here now. And I love the boat rental guy. I'm guessing he just sits at his family's grave and cries all day, every day, between boat rentals. Because he's like, yeah, yeah, I was uh, down to my last penny before you guys came along and, you know, blew up the dam, killed everyone, including my family. But boat business is doing great, isn't it? Take a picture with my family. Get in there. Now do a goofy one. Make it fucking goofy. He's like humping the one grave. He's like, that's hilarious. (laughs) That was my youngest son. He was only 16 months old when he died. She died doing what she loved. Drowning? Drowning? Yeah, no no need for swimming lessons in old Parchtown. (laughs) Then they all get in boats and leave, except for Nedry, because they don't have a boat he can use, because he uses a wheelchair, so he has to go the whole way to the sorority house through the woods himself. It's so great, because he's something like, you have a handy-capable boat, right? And the boat guy's like, no. There's one 20 miles away on the shore. And, like, the one guy gives them a skateboard. He's like, just in case your wheelchair breaks down. One call is now, Nedry. You can cu- <laughs> You can curse. Fuck! I can't do it. <laughs> I I did laugh really hard at this next one because the boat rental guy's out on a boat like crying, and you see Motherface mm. is about to kill him, has him lined up in her sights and everything. And then he just shoots himself. 
<laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> I love it so much. So the cops are on the way. The one who will be the sacrifice and this other lady cop who's going to, like, following through for Pat Nozzle to make sure he's the sacrifice. But they stop because there's just this guy slapping a kid on the side of the road. There's a man slapping a kid on the side of the road. And he gives him, a, what, $100 and a copy of Grapes of Wrath? Go, start your new life, kid! Yeah, go run! Go to a new city! It's and you better like, read fuck? that okay. fucking book! He talks about <laughs> wanting to open a library where... A mobile library. A mobile library, but won't call it a bookmobile. What's he called? A bangmobile or something? A bang, his bang bus. Because he just wants to yes. drive around banging children in his bang bus. And he's and the partner's like, you know, you call it a bookmobile. He's like, it's a Who bang get bus. Banged in it's a like, bookmobile. Okay. <laughs> and also, they're driving along after, and the van stops because they ran over the guy who was slapping the child, and eventually, I guess he got caught up in the wheels enough. Oh man, why does it have to be not a person anymore? <laughs> yeah, they fuck around with the dead body in the wheel well until they hear the wolves, and they just treat it as like. Yes, the wolves are coming. We must retreat. Wolves are coming time to sleep in the van. <laughs> the frat gets to the lake house, and it's scary because someone's in there, but it's just Ripstick, played by Andrew W.K. Now, listen, listeners, if you don't know Andrew W.K., he is the perfect casting for this movie because he is a musician who all of his songs are just about partying, and I could not think of a better casting for this movie than him. Let's get the party started! Let's get the party started! Let's get the party started! <laughs> Well, when it's time to party, we will always party hard. Side note, one of the nicest dudes in the world. Oh my god, like, yeah. I remember one warp tour, he was doing like the signing thing, and his line stretched forever, and he would talk to everyone for legitimately five to ten minutes per person. And like he came out on stage wearing like twenty shirts just so we could keep taking them off and throwing them out to the crowd so you could have an Andrew WK <laughs> shirt. I saw him in O two, you know, when you guys were Embryos, I think. I was uh, not an embryo in O2, but okay. Was he wasn't nine. even supposed to be here that day. And um, he wound up playing. He was signing. They went to kick him out of the fest, uh, out of the venue because he was still signing. Took his tent out, set it up in the parking lot, and kept signing. They said he was there till like 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, just one of the nicest <laughs> dudes. That's. I just wanted to make sure to give Andrew WK his credit. Exactly. My favorite cameo of his was in Aqua Teen Hunger Force. When isn't Frylock? Doesn't Frylock have cancer or something? And they bring in Andrew WK to try to cheer him up, and he just sits there and his fries keep falling <laughs> off, and it's just sad. <laughs> but we got a clean up, redecorating montage of the sorority house. Montage. You gotta have a montage. It's great too because this montage song is like there's really no reason for you to be cleaning up because you're about to party anyway. But whatever. Then something goes, they all start partying, and you know, they're all drinking, it's a good time, but someone cuts the power. So Derek volunteers to go out to the shed to check the power. Derek gets volunteered because his greatest fear is winding up as a French handyman like his father. And if you read the subtitles when his dad talks, like it says like, help me, I am trapped in a basement, forced to write subtitles. And then in this one it says, um, if you are reading these subtitles, tell my wife and children I love them. (laughs) <laughs> it's so amazing i loved it so much but so he goes out there and he's doing the don't be afraid it's just power tools because one of his biggest fears is tools and things like this and he's of course looking around at every tool in the shed he's quite freaked out but 
he gets to the power box and his face is shoved into it. He's electrocuted, but turns the power back on. Back on. I guess he conducts enough electricity. And all the other dude bros are like, Derek did it, man! And they start partying again. And we get our first great mother face uh, kill zinger, hose before bros. <laughs> Next we get a Brent Brock flashback of before the prom. <laughs> Which one? Brent is nervous about going, but Brock teaches him how to dance, and there's this them dancing together. Do the camera cuts like whoever the body double is because they're played by the same actor looks nothing like either of them, and that did make me laugh. And you keep seeing his face in the shot; it looks nothing like him. Well, because they do the great thing because it's like the split screen thing of how they did like so many of the. Same, the actor plays the same person and they're on the screen together and they almost go to like like start dancing and you can like see his hands get cut off by like where the screen splits <laughs> but he snaps out of it from oh this is the beer guy's name from Spud yelling that all the beer is gone oh and it's so funny because he's surrounded by beer cans and a keg He's like, someone drank all the beer! It's like, it's his biggest fear to run out of beer. It's like, I think we kind of got that. It's like, <laughs> all of these have holes in them. It's like, who would do that? As he's shotgunning another <laughs> beer and then crying. The next morning, Brent talks to Brock in a mirror and shows him the secret attic of the sorority house with newspaper cutouts everywhere. And there's another weird frat bro in the attic but thinks he's Brock. And he's like, Yes, I am Brock. He goes, enough talking. Now we dance. Yeah, that was uh, Samzy. Well, well, isn't well, it Samzy's, Samzy's robot that he made? Yes. Yeah. Because we find out Samzy's some kind of robotics genius. Yes. But they're dancing. He drops what we think is Samzy, and Samzy dies. And Spud comes up and sees. Brent's about to panic, but Spud just thinks... Oh no, you lied! He's drunk from beer! You were hiding it from me! And he runs away crying. He gets outside, he finds a keg, he's all excited, like, beer, beer, I'm all excited! And he's like, where's the tap? Where's the tap? <laughs> this is actually a very fun creative kill, and Motherface shows up, yes. shoves the tap through his head, and pumps it, and the blood comes out, fills up a solo cup, he drinks it and dies, and she goes, it's all head. Wonderful. So good. So I just, good. Nothing else I could say, but wonderful. That, that was great. That was very probably my favorite kill in the movie. See, you did like it. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I playing it up because I was excited for me and Brett versus Corey, but it didn't happen, and now I'm just in a bad mood. No, Brett was Brett was having a good day today. I saw the beer movie. I was like, I just got beer, so I drank a beer and watched the movie. Brent's arm wrestling, but Samzy walks in. What is this? It's a ghost, but no, this is where we learn about the robot and everything like that. Uh, this is where uh, Samantha shows uh, Todd T-O-double-D for shorts. Girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I love that so much, where it's like, that's Todd. T-O-double-D for short. It's so much longer to say that. Just love it. <laughs> and then they uh, they kick her out. And all yeah, the bros no are the, 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 oh. the, there's a te tense in the shed. Well, she, cause like her arm appears in the windowsill and they all scream and then a six pack appears and they all like cheer and then they see her and they're like, no girls. And then they all blame the one dude about like, oh, you brought her here. It's like, no, nah, she, keeps she keeps trying to steal my virginity. 
Dude, so the side story with her, she's always wanted to be in the fraternity, but she can't because she's a girl and she's very upset about this. So she keeps trying to kind of weasel her way in. But what is the tent in the shed? Th oh, so they're all like, yeah, you have to sleep in the tent that's in the shed. And it comes down to Brent and he has to make the choice to also banish her to the tent in the shed. Tents in the shed. Tents in the shed, everyone. <laughs> the, the shed, which is where the tent is. <laughs> I love flannel bro and turtleneck bro. Oh, yes. <laughs> they don't even get names. Because later on, he's like, you probably don't even know our names, do you? It's like flannel bro and turtleneck bro. They're like, well, you're just lucky that we're named after what we wear. T-O-double-D and Samantha are fucking in the tent. And well, Todd so is funny. killed while fucking right as Samantha falls asleep. She's like, okay, perfect. Because Should have pulled out doesn't want to have sex with her it's the big thing of like it's so funny because usually it's the reversal thing usually it's a movie full of like shirtless women now this one's it's all shirtless guys like no one wears a shirt or they're constantly ripping their shirts off and it's something about like he can't stay hard and then he she's like concentrate and like says something else and then he gets stabbed and he's she's just like fertilize my womb basically <laughs> And then as soon as she thinks, because he starts making noises because he's stabbed, she just falls over like, okay, I'm done with this, like, right to sleep. And he falls over too, but he's dead, which is funny because then she, like, cuddles him all night. Yeah, also at this point, the guy who was always carrying around the camcorder and the pledge guy are out on a beer run, but the pledge guy has to stay in, like, a box the entire time. It's the, the beef box! Yes, the the beef box. He has to stay in there till he beefs. There's a a tree falls on the camera guy and the box guy a little bit, and the camera guy's split with rope that's like tied around. It just rips him right in half, and the box guy runs out, leaves his beef box behind, and he that's beefs. pretty much it. He oh, beefs. does he shit himself? Oh, perfect. Be, well, the big thing with him is he's. They're never going to let him in the frat because he's a vegetarian. So he oh, doesn't want right. beef because that would be against being a vegetarian, even though it's not consuming meat at all. Back with our cops, Sminkle can't push the van, and the other cop gives him a pep talk, and now all of a sudden he can, and she's having second thoughts about sacrificing him. They're driving, but they wreck the car, and they fly through the windshield the whole way to the lake. Oh, but they fly through the windshield together, like almost holding hands and then they have a conversation and then they like hit the lake. <laughs> Where were we at? The next day, all the frats swimming around, making little splishy splashes at each other. Oh, it is. It's they're in the, they're like standing way too close to each other. They're all just standing there in like super shallow water, like bending down and like splashing the water gently and just staring at each other. It's that absurd humor. I love. And my mom just shakes her head at. I'm assuming Greg is also shaking his head at us right now. A little bit. It's actually in the palm of my hand, but close enough. Oh, do you not like Tim and Eric? <laughs> I like Tim and Eric fine because it doesn't go on this long. Oh, that's true. Well, you didn't. You never saw Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie. It's a full movie of Tim and Eric. That movie's a masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. It's the same kind of thing. Same thing. Yeah, but better. Yes, I would agree with that, because I love Tim yeah. and Eric. Yeah. Um, CZ's, gotten over, look, CZ's gotten over his fear of heights. 
And yeah, it's so great. This later. is where the shit hits the fan for everybody. Because right here, Samantha wakes up, notices Todd's been dead this whole time. And then, like you said, he comes ziplining in, but he's just a torso. And he falls in, and everyone screams and starts swimming away. And it's a great callback later, too, when they're like, he's afraid of heights. They're like, did we ever set that up in the storyline? They're like, we don't care anymore. This story sucks. This, this whole thing's a mess. And Brent just goes, guys. Like, sure, we're almost done. But the torso sinks down to the old abandoned town that was flooded, and a bunch of bodies float up. Yes, we see the bodies from the town. These were people, Greg. Yes, all bodies were people. Though all bodies we see in movies were once people, that doesn't mean they died within the story of the movie. Yes, okay. (laughs) Brett just really wants his his 4,000. I want to say 4,000, whatever. Well, you can say it all you want. It's just going to be wrong. Yeah, usually I'm wrong anyway, so. Everyone runs and they think Samantha did it because she's the girl and she's knocked out with a bat in the house and Brent's fighting with Samzy and Turbo, the bully guy. Pledge comes back with the tape and they confirm it was Motherface. So now they all know they have a common enemy, but Motherface throws a head through the window right here, scaring everybody. And we get a remote control kill here. This is wild. Oh, yeah, but she sticks that thing in uh, Samzy's head. Oh, yeah, what the fuck is that? It's, like, the most insane idea, but it's funny. And it seems like it's all just for the pun of, stop hitting yourself. Well, yeah. (laughs) It's it's always all in service of the pun. But it's, like, a turbo, like, future gun that shoots, like, a tracking, like, control device in their forehead just so he can start punching himself in the face. And rip out his own tongue. Yeah. Uh, cut back to our cops, and Candace is still out cold, but Virgin Tears bring her back. Oh, yeah, because he's like, Virgin Tears, as he cries on her. <laughs> right then, Smiggles knocked out by Motherface. Back in the house, they're boarding it up, Night of Living Dead style, and Brent and Turbo have this conversation about lies and surprise parties and hairy dicks and i'm not even going into all of this i have a hairy dick he hates little dogs because they remind him of his little hairy dog dick (laughs) remember when greg just said he wasn't going into this and we did (laughs) you guys you guys go ahead have fun they do flashes of red rockets all over the screen not just one or two there's like 10 that's in a couple minutes when he gets killed it is this moment where I was like, you know, there's nothing stopping me from saying, hey, intern Corey picks are done. We're just pulling this. It was a nice idea for two episodes. Apparently it was a nice idea for the majority of us for three. I was going to say, I was ready to come in here and be like, it was your idea to give Corey picks. <laughs> but now he's like, it was your idea. Thanks, yeah. Greg. I, I love Corey Picks now, because I would have never watched this movie otherwise. Like, I want to watch it again immediately. Oh, don't do that. Give it a week. The Pledge is killed with by flushing his own intestines through the toilet, which is pretty cool. Which is, yeah, really funny. She She's feeding him his own stomach, and he goes, No, I'm a vegetarian. I can't eat meat. It upsets my tummy. While she's feeding him his stomach. It's great. Turbo finds the gun. (laughs) He starts going on about tiny dogs and just kills himself. (laughs) 
Oh yeah, and he holds the one because like he like a bunch of little dogs get released on him, and all they do is like jump on him and like give him kisses and whatnot. And he holds the one dog up to the other side of his head, where he puts the gun to the other side and shoots himself. Like I'm guessing, hoping he takes the dog with him. (laughs) But here's the thing: there's still a ton of movie left because I paused this morning because. I needed to take breaks. And it's just Brent and Samantha left at this point. I was like, oh my god, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> but we reveal that she's pregnant and there's going to be a little Todd, a little T-O-double-D coming. And it's a touching moment. But right then she's stabbed and the fetus comes out of her stomach on the end of the blade. Um, you, you glossed over the part where they, they go and they start looking for Sizzler, the pledge. And Todd... Ta- and- Brent just starts like walking through like random shows, other parts of the oh. movie. Sizzler, Rissler. He like, walks through like a like a mirror dimension at some point. He walks like yes, it cuts to at one point. It's the VHS copy, remember? So it cuts to like a commercial, and it's like for what news at eleven. And he walks through the news at eleven background. Sizzler. But now we're at the fetus kill. Yeah, the fetus feels wild. I did I did go, holy shit, when this happened. Brent is like, because she says about like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant with T.O. Double D's kid. And it's almost like a force ghost of Todd shows up in her belly. Yeah. It's like, the bro survived. The last Delta by. <laughs> but then killed right away, so it did not. And then Brent runs away and... We see Dying Turtleneck Bro and Flannel Bro, which we talked about earlier. This is where he gets their names right, but he's just lucky because they're named after what they wear. Yes. Name name one good time we've had together. And it just shows the one guy's cock flopping in the shorts for some reason. It's like, I can't think of one. And then they get stabbed through the head. <laughs> yeah, and he turns back. He's like, ah! Motherface catches up to him, and this is the big reveal. You're Ronald Reagan! What? Not even close. Why would that? And he goes on forever and has this giant convoluted connection that it's Ronald Reagan. And she rips off the mother face and it is Ronald Reagan underneath. And it's so great because he like jumps up in the air is like, a yeah, and it does like a freeze frame and like a star wipe. And then it's just he was asleep. Yes, you realize she's the school therapist and she was learning everyone's worst fears and killing them that way. Because she's the twin sister that was the sister of the girl from the part two one, and the mother was the part one one. So there just happened to be a twin sister one. It's like, Jason goes to hell. We never knew Jason had a sister until this one. Exactly. It makes perfect sense if you don't think about it. This is ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) It it makes perfect sense if you don't think about it. They start fighting, but he's saved by Nedry, who is now the master of animals and swears now. He has, like, a wolf, an eagle, and a bunch of animals around him. There's a guy in a bear costume beside him. (laughs) I've forgiven the wolves for killing my family, and now I've made them my motherfucking bitch. He's like, watch this shit! And he, like, calls an eagle. He's like, look at that! That's one of the most fierce birds in the entire animal kingdom! And I made it my bitch! (laughs) Fuck it, Fuck motherfucking faces, motherface up. (laughs) (laughs) 
But he's killed right away. Right after his yeah. big I'm here and badass speech. It, it's like the Indiana Jones moment with like the big sword thing and then the gun of he just gets a tomahawk to the head. <laughs> but then Force Ghost Brock shows up. Yes. <laughs> and, and all of the Force Bros show up. And for Samantha, but she gets shoved out of the screen because Which no funny. girls allowed. But also during this, remember, Smickle's about to be sacrificed and Candace saves him from the sacrifice by having sex with him so he's no longer a virgin. Yeah, and his, like, virgin, like, force ghost self leaves his body where he's, like, has nerdy glasses and he talks like this. But that's all. He's safe now and... Back to Brent. Bros, enter me as all the Force Ghosts fly into him, including Tiny T-O-Double-D. Oh, and, uh, and Smickle's virginity. So the yes. new Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Exactly. Before Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been before Rise of Skywalker. Yes. Good Star Wars You're ripoffs. You are, you are all the Jedi that's ever been... Girl, lady, what's your name again? Don't Ray, say Skywalker, because people will get mad. Uh, no, I do hope these guys are in Horror Realm when we go. Because we can be like, you know what? Star Wars ripped you off. You should get royalties. I'll be like, you guys did the Rise of Skywalker thing before they did. And you did it better than they did. Yeah. But after hulking out, Brent kills Motherface. Oh, and it is. It's great. Real quick. It is a classic, incredible Hulk show from the 70s. Of It's just a big muscle man, and they film him, like, up so he looks bigger than he actually is. I love that little detail. Yes, so as the mole. I love that while he's beating up the uh, clearly not-a-dummy Motherface, Samantha's Force Ghost is just sitting there, like, cringing the whole time. (laughs) Because you know she she's not allowed in the in the in the giant man. Who, if you read the credits, his name is Brother Face. Oh, <laughs> but back to Chief Patton Oswalt. He's mad that Sminkle's not dead, and he goes back into his office in the background, and he just explodes. I guess from well, he he got a call from Eric, the Eternal Dark Lord. Oh, okay. So we're guessing he failed because he didn't sacrifice the virgin. So yeah, it's great. He just explodes in the background. But not before going on like an epic rant, like throwing cakes and stuff. I was going to eat this cake. I had to eat a salad for lunch to make room for this cake. Now I can't even look at it. All the taxpayer money spent. I made all these blood candles. Do you realize how many ducks I killed? <laughs> then he just blows up. <laughs> it's great. But and then we get the reveal that Candace was actually a bag of oranges the entire movie. And it's like, search your soul. You know it to be true. And it just keeps cutting back to all their times together, and it's just a bag of oranges with a cop hat on. Especially when they're having sex. Yes, that's gotta burn. That's like at like that's like acidy. Or you'd be very clean at the end. Yeah, it smells good. Citrus is a uh, is a good cleaning agent. Exactly. And then credits, and that was Dude Bro Party Massacre Three. But in the credits, we get like a little like mid credit scene where we find out that Andrew WK is in fact still alive. 
and on the roof eating oranges playing music. Yes. I'm glad to hear that. The party lives on. Okay. So my final thoughts. It was not terrible. It it was not good. In my take, it, it just felt like... It was really funny. The beginning, I was all in on it. We had those giant kill montages. It was making me laugh. And then somewhere around the half hour mark, I'm like, oh, we still have a whole movie to go. Yeah. And then it just started dwindling. I'm like, this can't last this long. I was surprised with, for myself, how it did hold up as the movie went along. Because I was expecting it to, like, dip of, like, this premise can only go on for so long. But I think it also might have helped being the first time I ever saw it of, I loved it. I will yeah. say, I, I've watched it a couple times since the first time I watched it when I told you we were doing this one. Um, there is a bit of a diminishing returns with this movie. I yeah. would not, like, you're going to want to take, like, a, at least a couple weeks before you watch it a, a second time. Oh, believe like, me. I, watched, <laughs> I, I watched it twice this week. And there, there is a diminishing returns on the jokes. All right. Well, let's get into the end of episode stuff. Yeah, let's oh, get man. into the count of the dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right. The Throbbing with Horror Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. There are lots of caveats with this movie. Because yeah. there, there's bags of oranges. There's fake outs. There's returns. There's deaths that happened before the movie. So go ahead. Give me your guys' best shots. I'm going to go with 46. And Brett? I'm going to do my number that should be the number of 4,295. Well, you know these really big one. <laughs> no. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. You know how these huge like counts like this, they're hard to get right. Right. I am pleased to say that intern Corey has actually gotten it right. There was 46. Nice. I am so good at Count of the Dead. Well, that's great. Right. Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Congratulations, intern Corey. Woo! Now we're going to end my ratings from the Mention Z. I'll take something from the movie and i rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. There's lots you can pull for this one. No, there's, there's I'm, I'm going to do brewskis. Okay. That makes sense. The worst kind of brewskis, the kind of brewski that doesn't have any alcohol in it. It's not even a brewski, bro. It's like water, bro. The greatest brewski ever is Old German by the Pittsburgh Brewing Company. I have a tattoo of it. Old German, I love you. I do I do love a good Old German, Iron City. Yes. Um, I'm going to give Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 an 8 brewskis out of 10. I absolutely love this movie. Shit. It was so much fun. Like, this kind of movie, like I said, is right up my alley with the absurdity of the humor. It reminds you of Adult Swim at, like, 1 a.m. Like, I love it. Doesn't Brett usually yell at you for for giving movies like this? Too high of a score. <laughs> oh, all the time. All the time. I'm so angry right now. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give it a six and a half. It's a lot of fun. Like I said, the rewatchability is not like if you're putting time in between it, it's there, but it's not one you're going to want to watch a lot. It'd be a great one if you're doing like a bad movie night party yeah. to throw on somewhere in the middle. 
That'd be good. Brett, I'm shocked because you know what you you tell me you hate is I hate bad movies when they're trying to be bad movies. Well, this is 100 percent that. But they're doing it in that Tim and Eric vein of they're making okay. fun of like Tim and Eric makes fun of cable access kind of thing. It, it's it's in that same kind of they hit the right specific little uh, like nerve for me of like I love this. They got right there in that sweet spot. Yeah. All right, well, let me try to get some a little bit of semblance of normalcy back to this show. I went three brewskis out of ten. What? You didn't, have, a, you didn't have more fun than that. No, that's about how much fun I had. I, it's not the worst movie. Like, I'm not giving it a, a .5 or whatever. Like, it, There are fun parts to it. I do not regret watching it. This will not probably ever be a return watch unless I'm hanging out with you guys and you put it on. <laughs> I love I rated it higher than Corey, who picked it. I mean, I wasn't coming into this one expecting, like, I, I, like, the first time I watched it, I'm like, this is a lot of fun, but, like, I knew I wasn't going to rate it, like, higher than a, like, I knew, like, a, it probably would have been a seven had I watched, not watched it twice this week. Yeah. Because, like I said, there is a diminishing returns on the jokes. I'm glad you guys liked it, for real. It just, it was not a Greg movie. <laughs> it was so weird to have Greg on that side and me and Corey on this side. Right, but it wasn't like it wasn't as bad as Deathgasm. Like, no. you weren't, Greg wasn't like angry, angry about the no. movie. Deathgasm still makes me angry. The fact that they're making a fucking sequel to that pile of shit, like, cannot you wait, have, look, cannot wait. Thing, to cover I was excited. It. I would have been excited for the prospect of a Deathgasm sequel before we ever recorded. Like, I would, like, oh sweet, I like Deathgasm. I'm excited for the sequel. I am overjoyed with the prospect of a Deathgasm sequel now after how much you hated it. I think, I think we might actually have to get together and watch that movie. Oh, yeah. No, because then I have to be angry around other people. Exactly. We'll uh, cheer you up. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I think Greg will like my pick next month better. Well, let's I, I know what it is. I will. Because it's produced by the greatest movie producer of all time, Charles Band. <laughs> well, unless you guys have anything else on Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. No, I'm good. I'm good. Well, we hope that Dude Bro Party Massacre 3 has left your brain throbbing with horror, bro. Ah, uh, it seems you've survived another fright. Be sure to look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin on all of your favorite social medias and local newspaper headlines. Rate us five stars on your favorite podcast platform, or else. Subscribe for more tantalizing terror, and be ready for the new fear next week, if you dare. <laughs>